Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Today's show is all about helping you build your centers of influence and past clients. Now, some of you are brand new agents, and so you don't know how to get started. Others of you have been in the business for a long time and maybe have not uh, really worked your centers of influence and past client lists to the highest levels. But we're here to tell you because of what's going on in the economy right now, because of what's going on in the housing market, interest rates, and all the other things, now is perhaps one of the best times to be calling folks because we're going to be, frankly, when you call them, you're going to be delivering our script they're about to share with you. And that script is going to be a very welcome message that all of them are going to want to hear. And you'll understand more when you listen to today's podcast. But I'm going to start out by thanking all of you. Thank you for continuing to keep this number one listened to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. And thank you for all the great five-star reviews on iTunes and on Spotify. Now, if you've not left a five-star review for this podcast on iTunes and Spotify, please do that urgently. There's tens of thousands of you that download and listen to this every single day. There's been over 20 million of you that have downloaded this podcast. So we would certainly appreciate it if some of you would reciprocate in giving us a five-star review on iTunes and on Spotify. By the way, the theme of the script that we're going to be sharing with you today is all about reciprocation. Reciprocation in its simplest form is when you're walking into, say, for example, a store, a restaurant, or what have you, and somebody opens the door for you. Have you ever noticed that you're sort of almost spiritually connected to the person and wanting to pay them back for that favor to the point where you'll go out of your way to open the door for them when they're leaving, that type of thing? You've all experienced that, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. That is reciprocation. So please do reciprocate by giving us a five-star review on iTunes or on Spotify. It's like that tie-in? That was really good. That's kind of sneaky. Yeah, <laughs> it was. There <laughs> right. you go. So yes, if you could choose your next listing, what source would it come from? Almost all of you, possibly a hundred percent of you, would say somebody who already knows you, somebody who you already know, somebody in your past client list, your center of influence, or a tight referral. It is one of the best consistent sources of real estate leads, your center of influence and past client list. You guys call that your database. So on today's podcast, we're going to help you create and expand your center of influence and past client list so that it will become a consistent and incredibly profitable source of, guess what, referral fee free real estate leads. Remember, it's incredibly important that you understand the most powerful form of contacting someone is note takers, write it down proactively. So on your page, write down two titles, one on the left, one on the right. On the left-hand side, you're going to write proactive communication. And on the right-hand side, you're going to write passive communication. So let's compare because that can be confusing when we're on our phones all day and texting and all that kind of stuff, right? So to be proactive, proactive communication is three things, a video call, a phone call, or a face-to-face meeting. The nice thing about proactive is all of you know how to do it because you've been doing it your entire lives. It doesn't require a great deal of skill to be a proactive communicator because, again, you've been doing it your entire lives. And proactive communication, oddly enough, is one of the things that 
frankly, the millennials and whatnot have never really put enough priority on. They haven't really realized that proactive communication, especially in a sales environment, is the most powerful form of communication. This is especially true when everybody else is is running to passive communication. And Julie, what is passive communication? So on the right-hand side of your page, it says passive communication, and that is SMS or text, email, drip campaigns, and watch-only videos. Remember, we had video call on our proactive list. That's sort of like a, uh, like a FaceTime call or maybe a Zoom call. Passive communication is a watch-only video where you are not actually communicating with each other. You're just maybe taking in some information. Well, there's a lot of great follow-up campaigns that use video, but, and there's a lot of great you know other things that are similar to that. But at the end of the day, do not be confused. And if you're, frankly, struggling in this business, or if you're new in this business, you want to avoid struggling in the business, just remember what we're telling you now. Become a very consistent, proactive communicator because you're always going to have the edge on everyone else who, frankly, is being um, passive and not really learning the art and science of being a direct communicator. And again, being a direct communicator is easy. You already know how to do it. And the example I gave you, or I think I'm, I'm, yeah, Julie's about to read this. So tip, most people will deprioritize passive digital communication in favor of face-to-face direct calls. Think about your own behavior. You chat with someone at the gym or Starbucks or the grocery store. You will remember that conversation. It's almost become, you'll be bouncing around in your head after you've had that conversation because our brains are hardwired towards person-to-person, face-to-face, voice-to-voice communication. It's not hardwired for receiving, uh, essentially prioritizing any kind of passive communication. How many of you sit on text messages? Oh, here's a question I'll make Julie laugh. How many of you sit on voicemails? Oh, goodness. <laughs> How many of you sit on any uh, emails? How many emails are your in, are your inbox? Do you need me to sell you, convince you that passive communication is something that most people really deprioritize in their lives over, you know, knock, 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 hello, hello, hello. I'd like to, you know, here's a, an opportunity for us to have, have a direct com- uh, conversation. You will always put a direct, uh, real conversation uh, over that will always have more power than anything pa- uh, passive. Now, again, let's just be super direct with you right now. Why do so many of you run to doing the passive stuff? Because your perception is that it's easier, it's more time efficient, and will result in less uh, will result in um, less chance of being rejected. But here's That's what I'm it. here to tell you: it is none of those things are true. Those are all basic stories that you've told yourself or the people that are trying to sell you their passive communication CRM drip campaigns into believing. The reality of it is, is those things are ineffective and actually result in more rejection. Why? Because you are being rejected every time they ignore your message. That is how you have to start thinking of it. So when you're emailing and you're texting and you're sending all these passive watch-only videos and you're doing all this messaging on Facebook and you're doing all this social networking and people are not responding other than with a silly like, that is them rejecting you. That's a different way of uh, you know, looking at your communication style. Passive communication is, I would even not even call it as 10% as effective as direct communication, proactive communication. That's the reason that a lot of people uh, prescribe to the idea that you have to be oversaturating all sorts of passive forms of communication. In other words, you want it, this is the social networking gurus, this is what they'll tell you. You know, be on Instagram, be on TikTok, create YouTube videos, do all this, constantly bombard the marketplace with all this passive messaging because the philosophy is you'll increase the likelihood of somebody actually raising their hand and say, yes, I want to actually do business with you. But you're signing yourself up to be rejected thousands and thousands of times. Maybe even unsubscribed. Exactly. And think how much time and effort it takes actually to be able to communicate effectively 
passively using those passive means. It is a thousand X harder to communicate on a podcast, frankly, or on a YouTube video or on a TikTok video or any of these other passive means than it is for you to talk to somebody at the gym, right? I mean, isn't that common sense? Doesn't, doesn't that just instantly resonate with all of you? And again, it's an unfair advantage in this marketplace because so many agents who have been in this business for the last 15, 14, 15 years, they've never learned how to be effective, proactive communicators. Their mind is generate the lead online or buy the lead, frankly. Uh, don't call the lead. Maybe there's some sort of AI thing that you know does some sort of uh, precursor communication and then stick the person into a CRM. That is what most of you guys believe is actually going to work. That does not work, it never does work, never has worked. The thing that will work is you actually putting in the work, doing the real work of real estate, having direct communications with folks. Now, why don't you do it? The real reason is because you don't know what to say and you don't know how to say it. That's what we're gonna help you understand on today's podcast, starting with- um, Before we do that, we need to do our second tip. And this is important, write this down. Oh, yep. You can, there is a place for those things that you rattle off, but it is to reinforce your proactive communication. You cannot replace proactive communication with passive things. So again, that was the point I was trying to make. Thank you, Julie, for reminding me. So your passive communication is everything but a direct conversation with a decision-making adult. Direct being person-to-person, voice-to-voice, face-to-face over a video call, right? That is direct communication. You could even argue the metaverse, but I would, you know, we'll get there eventually, right? A passive communication is everything else. So if you're trying to understand where you're going to put your limited time, limited resources, limited energy, you're going to obviously want to focus on the proactive uh, forms of communication and not do the passive. Now, if you choose to do both, which most of you will, and I understand because the social stuff can be fun, don't think that the social stuff and all the passive stuff will replace the proactive stuff. That is the biggest takeaway from today's podcast. So hopefully you appreciate that and you don't forget it because that right there will save you Frankly, it'll probably save you from failing out of this business or it'll save you from needlessly suffering as the economy continues to change and there's more headwinds as more people create more fear. Now, speaking of fear, here's step one. We're going to give you uh, five steps. This is a five-step process to build your center of influence list and also to uh, if you're creating a new one or if you're reinforcing it. So step one is... Be of service. Note takers, start taking notes here. Step number one is be of service. That's a mindset point. Inflation, interest rates, war, fear-filled media seem to be everywhere. Most people don't know how to emotionally filter fear from their mindsets, but your mission is to contact your centers of influence and your past clients with energy and enthusiasm and give them great news about the value of their home. So here's a hint. Using this script will result in a very high level of appreciation directed towards you. Your call to them sharing with them the value of their home could be the best news they've heard in a long time. Mentally and emotionally prepare yourself for their appreciation and not for rejection. You know, right there, that last bit that I wrote is the most important thing. If you are starting out making calls using the script we're about to share with you, and Julie, scan ahead, so make sure in case I put any typos in there on accident. So you have to be mentally and emotionally prepared for people to want to talk to you and be grateful for what you're telling them and not be mentally and emotionally prepared for rejection. And how will you know if you're doing one over the other? Well, it's because you will not sound energetic and enthusiastic when you're calling them. You want to be energetic and enthusiastic and you need to deliver the script with energy and enthusiasm because when you do, they will love hearing from you because you're telling them nothing but good news. Now, it's it's very fascinating that there is virtually no good news ever in the media, and we're not going to 
analyze and think about why that's true, but it is true. Most people don't have the, uh, I think, the control over their mindset to realize that they're allowing themselves to be brainwashed into believing that tomorrow is not going to be better than today. So again, you are going to be dealing with a lot of people because of this avalanche. Now remember, it's politically motivated in most cases, unfortunately, but this avalanche of bad news or seemingly bad news that's happening 24-7, no matter what side of the political aisle you're on. You are going to be the person that's going to be the anecdote to all that bad news. And you're going to tell them something, what we're, Julie's about to read to you, that's going to make them feel brilliant, smart, and they're going to love you for actually having made them feel brilliant and smart. Yes, the bringer of good news. So, hi, this is uh, Julie Harris with EXP Realty. So listen, I'm getting a ton of folks expressing concerns and fears about the economy and the housing market. So I'm calling all of my friends, my family, people I know, love, and care for to give them the real bottom line update of their home's value so that you don't have to worry. I have this month's update for you now. And oh gosh, the you know the best part? Of course, this is all great news. So next, you're going to give them an update. You can simply give them the average year-over-year year appreciation rate. So what we don't want you to do is get into the weeds on some crazy analytical CMA that you're trying to do on the phone. We just, just have a few facts that say year-over-year year appreciation. And remember, you guys can download the script. It's uh, hopefully published on iTunes. It's published on Spotify. But you can also go over to our main website, Tim and Julie Harris, um, and then use this script. And this is something that we revise all the time. None of our scripts are static. All, Julie and I have been in the coaching and training business for a couple of decades. But we update all of our scripts on a regular basis because the parlance, the words people use, change. And so sometimes you'll hear Julie say the word awesome. Well, it's because Julie <laughs> was, you know. 80s. Te- she, exactly. She's from the 80s, right? That's when she was a teenager. So awesome will slip in. But we do update everything so that we are stay- keeping all the scripts fresh. What we're sharing with you now is essentially the latest iteration of this. We should give the script a a great news script is what we should call it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, the great news script. So again, I'm using examples. I'm going to say 20% here in a second. Know what your own market stats are. This is an example. So you're going to then say, Mr. Owner, in the last 12 months, homes in your neighborhood have increased by 20%. Wow. I mean, congratulations. Would you like me to do a personalized drill down on the value of your home in this market? Because I can email that to you later today. Now, if they say yes, and you should write in your notes, listen to what they say. Let's slow down. Mr. Owner, in the last 12 months in your market, homes have increased by an average of 20%. Wow, congratulations. You are smart, brilliant to have purchased your house when you bought it. Would you like me to do a personalized drill down of the value of your home? And I can email it to you later today. And again, congratulations, right? So Julie delivered a little bit more reserved and I'm delivering the same script, a little bit more energy and enthusiasm. Now I want you to tell me a single human that it, who owns a home who's not going to love hearing that script. Now, some of you are going to say, well, people don't, look, I honestly, guys, for the sake of this podcast, I can't deal with your mindset about, oh, people don't want to be bothered. People won't want the phone call because I wouldn't want the phone call, blah, blah, blah. If you want to bounce all this around in your head, right? Right now, uh, frankly, in this, for the sake of this podcast, we can't coach you past that. So you're just not no. going to do it. But for the rest of you who realize that that is a great script and everyone will want that phone call, then make the phone call. But you have to deliver it with energy and enthusiasm. Don't you want someone to call you like that? I mean, how would you like to have, get a call? Hey, hey, uh, Julie, um, yeah. you know, this is Tim Harris. I've got great news for you. There was a survey 
of all the most beautiful women in America. And congratulations, you made the top 10%. That's basically what you're saying. Exactly. I mean, well, who's going to say no to this, honestly? You have, okay, here, here's another one. Knock, knock, knock. Hello. Hi, this is Tim Harris with, you know, uh, EXP Realty. I've got great news for you. In the past 12 months, do you realize how much your home has increased in value? Now, your guys, you guys are going to try to cut this off the, uh, at the knees, and you're going to try to add too much content. Yep. You're going to try to add too much detail. You're going to try to make it too difficult. You're going to try to add too much whatever you're going to add. Deliver the script the way we gave it to you because, A, you got to remember they're limited. You, they have limited focus. They have limited time to focus on what you're saying. So they're uh, not going to want to spend a lot of time with you on the phone. They're not going to want to spend a lot of time with you getting to your damn point. The old saying is, don't uh, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Get to the chorus. All of our scripts are designed to get you directly to the chorus, the punchline. They just want to hear the great part of the song, which is how they're so smart and brilliant because they bought this house and it's increased in value by, by the way, it's at least 20% in That's most right. of the country. That's right. Now, who's not going to want to receive a message like that? Everybody will. Yeah, so don't keep selling with blah, diddy, blah, diddy, blah if you are done with blah. When they say yes... That's great. Don't pass out. Don't pee your pants. Don't get hives. Yes is a good thing. So if they say yes, then do your comparative market analysis. If they say yes to your offer to give them a free CMA, right? That's what you, so I was talking just yes. to keep then, this then all Then congruent. email it to them yep. and call back. Don't just email and set it and forget it. The call back to answer any questions. At this point, use the questions on our seller's pre-qualification script to determine if they have the motivation to sell. Be prepared because you are going to find homeowners who are ready to sell now that they know what they can, you know, sell their house for. Move quickly and follow the Harris seven-step listing process. Now, when I was writing this, here's what the thought that came to my mind. Again, having coached forever, I know that some of you are going to have people that are energetic, enthusiastic about their home's value, and then you're going to wimp out and not know how to actually pre-qualify and close for appointment. That's right. In other words, you're going to have created a very motivated seller lead, and then you're going to drop the ball because you don't know what the hell to do next. And it's okay if you don't know. It's not okay if you don't learn because you start making these calls, you're going to generate these leads, and then you're going to say, I should have listened to Tim when he said I should know the seven-step listing process. You have to do things in, these things in order or you will be like a lot of folks are that say, I wish I would have listened. I wish I would have done, I learned. I wish I would have taken action. Do these things in the correct order. When you're making these calls, you're going to find in some cases, in some markets, it's going to be one out of every 10 people that are very, that are, that will go from, yeah, sure. Tell me my home's value to, holy crap. Are you serious? I know. Heck yeah. I'd love to sell this house. I was going to sell it in two or three years, but I absolutely will put it for sale now. And then you are going to be stuck with what the hell to do next. That's the sep the Harris seven step listing process. If you guys are ready to move forward and become coaching clients, here's the simplest way for you to do it. Text the word JOIN, J-O-I-N, to 47372. Text the word JOIN, J-O-I-N, to 47372. And talk with our new member coaches. And our new member coaches will answer questions about the coaching programs and get you started urgently. You can also, if you'd like to, I believe, you can text the word PREMIER, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, -E and go directly to the actual, uh, sub, the actual site that we have set up describing the PREMIER coaching program 
uh, where you can just sign up directly and you can skip the process of talking to a new member coach. So if you want to speak with someone, text the word JOIN to 47372. If you just want to go ahead and skip the line, you can go ahead and join immediately. Just text the word PREMIER to 47372. In both cases, we'll text you back a link. If you're wanting to speak with someone, you choose your day, you choose your time, and you can speak with one of our new member coaches. Of course, if you want to join direct and skip the line, you'll go directly to the website and you can sign up urgently. That is the smart move for all of you. Guys, do not be passive about, about this. And again, Julie and I know that not all of you are going to want to make the phone calls. Julie and I know that probably 80% of you will never actually uh, move past your reluctance and your fear to be a proactive lead generator. But we also know that 90% of all agents fail out of the business. Do you think there's a relationship between the agents that never learn how to be proactive and the agents that never learn how to actually have a business system uh, behind their ambitions? Do you think there's a relationship between that and the people that fail? Of course there is. So you have to make a decision whether you're going to be a true professional or whether or not you're just going to basically hope that you fall into some leads. The falling into the leads days are over. And especially if you're focused on buyer leads right now in this marketplace, guys, if you haven't realized that buying buyer leads is an act of futility, you give yourself another 30 days and you're going to start seeing exactly what we're talking about. So absolutely positively put your best interest now in becoming a list of uh, your best interest, your best focus on becoming a listing agent. Text the word JOIN to 47372 if you want to speak with one of our new member coaches or if you want to skip the line, just text the word PREMIER to 47372. And in both cases, we're going to text you back. You have to say yes, and then we're going to send you the secret link so you can move forward. Remember, message and data rates may apply. Yes, so back to our script. Remember, you just offered to let them know how much their house is worth with doing the comparative market analysis. And of course... 90% of them at least are going to say yes. Who's going to say no to that? It's unlikely, but if you get somebody who says, no, I'm going to keep this house forever, whatever, you can say, okay, perfect. Gosh, I don't blame you. You do have a great house. Now they'll say, that, uh, Julie's right, 90% of them will say no to the CMA offer out of the gates the first month you call them. But what happens over time, and this is what we're getting to, is where you start to form these long-term centers of influence and past client relationships. And then you're going to all of a sudden discover what the benefit is of actually having created this as your primary spoke for your lead generation business. That's right. So then you can say, well, you do have a great house, but you know what? I'll call you about this time next month and give you an updated home value information. And oh, by the way, who are the two or three people you know that I should be helping sell or buy a home in this market? So what you've done is you've turned a no into, in your mind, maybe no today, maybe not now, I'm going to still follow up. And while I've got them on the phone, I'm going to always ask the script that comes out on nearly every podcast, who are the two to three people you know who I should be helping to sell, being a listing agent, or possibly buy a home in this market. Now, why does this work? Because the first script, the first line of the script, hi, this is Tim Harris with EXP Realty. So listen, I'm getting a ton of folks expressing concerns and fears about the economy and the housing market. I'm calling all my friends, my family, people I know, love, and care for to give them the bottom, a quick bottom line update on their home's value so they don't have to worry. I have this month's update for you now. Oh, and the best part, it's all great news. Now, what's going to happen is you're going to call them back the following month. You're going to give them an iteration, some slight, don't take too much of the bite out of the, you know, the good news script is what I think we'll call it. Yes. And then you call them the following month and then the following month. And then you always end every conversation with, by the way, who do you know who's thinking about selling or rather, who are the two or three people that you know who's thinking about selling that I should be helping in this market? What you'll discover is the first month, you probably won't get any uh, direct leads. The second month, you'll get a few. The third month, because you've proven that you will call them back and you're calling them back on a regular scheduled basis. Well, it is scheduled and you're giving them great news that's making them feel great, 
they will start reciprocating. They'll start opening the door for you. You'll start opening the door for them. Do you guys get the tie into the first thing I was sharing with you? So that is the point. That is the benefit of this. You're giving something of value to them. You're making them feel good every single month in this world where we're constantly being hit over the head with bad news. That is the reason the script works, thus the new name called the Good News Script. That's right. And it gets easier and easier the more you do this. You'll become more friendly with them. They'll be more of a center of influence, maybe feel less like a past client to you. But that only happens when you follow these next two notes. Note number one is be prepared. We talked about this a little bit. You will find homeowners that want to sell now once they realize their equity position. Don't assume everybody in the world is following pricing like you might be. Correct. Okay. So second note, call back, call, don't text, don't email, don't drip, call back next month on the same day or close to it and follow the same process. Again, over two or three months of consistent value filled being of being of service communication, your center of influence and past clients will reciprocate by giving you referrals. And when they do, and I've had lots of those conversations today, because you know, I always ask where that listing came from. Yep. Make sure that you are sending handwritten thank you cards. If you know that they like a particular bottle of wine, maybe you pop by and, and make the, the communication that much better reinforce that relationship make sure you're at least sending thank you cards and things like that you mean when you're on your coaching calls and you're asking where their new where their new listings came from yes. you're asking what the original source was that's right and what you find over time guys is most of your business and i'll never forget when this happened with julie and i we consistently sold between 100 and 200 homes per year and it was probably about our third year that on our dry erase board, we started to notice that the source of business was dominated by centers of influence and past clients. Mm -hmm. Originally, it was dominated by proactive lead generation. Now, what we didn't do is stop the pre pre uh, proactive lead generation. We still made the calls, and that's unfortunately what a lot of agents will do. They'll use the proactive lead generation to get their business started, and they stop doing it, and then they wonder on year you know, three that's or right. four, assuming they made it that long, why they're essentially not moving forward in terms of production or really mostly net income. It's because you stopped doing the real work of real estate. You're supposed to build one spoke, you're supposed to keep that spoke you know, alive and well, and then you're supposed to add another spoke. The first spoke we want you to build centers of influence and past clients, spoke being a source of business. And then the secondary spoke are gonna be the primary, are gonna be the, um, you know, the, the proactive lead generation sources. But you can do the centers of influence and past clients spoke simultaneous with, simultaneously with, for example, going after unrepresented owners, AKA for, uh, for sale by owners, or any of the great lead sources we shared with you guys last week on this podcast. Bottom line is, that also some of you aren't going to know where to go about creating, uh, you know, how do I, you know, memory joggers for creating centers of influence and past clients. That is all available as a coaching client. So we give you a list of a hundred or maybe even more now places or people and, you know, think, oh, you know, landscaper, who's, you know, the, your um, dry cleaner, the guy that maybe washes your car, your auto mechanic, who you bought your insurance from. And you write all these things down and then you obviously can start using those old neighbors, new neighbors, people you knew in high school. And then you can start leaning into social and you, uh, social networking, you know, get a little bit of stock them a little bit. So you, when you're reinitiating conversations with them, here's another little uh, advanced tip for you guys. Don't worry that you haven't communicated with some of these people in some cases years. They haven't been keeping track. That's right. There was no star on their calendar that you didn't call on exactly the same day. You sold a house 10 years ago to Bob and Betty Smith. I promise you, Bob and Betty Smith has not been keeping track on their calendar no. the last time they heard from you. They don't know that you haven't been communicating with them. So set your ego aside, get on the phone, use the script that we just gave to you because you're gonna make them feel good. Point no, or step number two, Julie. Step number two. So these following steps are to make it more fun for you, to help you systematize it. 
and kind of get you out of your own way. So step number two is take the 30-day challenge. This is 30 coffee or Zoom coffee dates in 30 days. Meet at Starbucks or your local coffee shop, your bakery. If someone else in your database owns a place like this, meet there to support them. How many of your past clients and centers of influence can you meet within a 30-day period? What if you met with two of them at a time? So we're kind of gamifying this a little bit. And when you meet, simply use our Ford Memory Jogger. That's Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams. We've done entire dedicated podcasts about that. Many. Many. So I'm not going to drill down on that here. When you talk about real estate, be positive and always use the script. Real estate is amazing right now. I've been so blessed to help so many people this year. I've actually set a goal of helping five more families buy or sell real estate by the end of this year or by the end of this month. Whom do you know who I should be helping buy or sell? It's not do you know someone, it's whom do you know, or in your previous script, you know, what two or three people do you know who I should be helping buy or sell? Okay, I'm going to give you guys the real important part of the script Julie just gave you. First of all, super simple, all of you can do it, but you have to ask, put numbers to it, right? I've actually set a goal of helping five more families, because as soon as you say that, they're actually going to start thinking about do they know five people. But the most important thing, number one thing, is energy and enthusiasm. If you're not delivering these scripts, if you're not a bright light in their day, if you're not somebody they want to talk with, hang out with, if you're not, and the best way to do that is, you know, being um, forward, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Ask, again, listen to past podcasts on this. Go to timandjulieharris.com. Just put in Ford, F-O-R-D, and you'll find tons of um, scripts and all kinds of things on that. But you have to be the person that makes other people feel good. One of the best ways of making other people feel good is showing sincere interest in them and asking questions. And don't talk about yourself. Step number three. Step number three, host small, still COVID-aware events, ideally outside with 10 or so friends and past clients. A barbecue, maybe a 4th of July party, a wine tasting, something fun outside. And here's the hint. Use your best friend, the forward memory jogger that we just talked about, and when you're at those events, these can be really, really powerful, especially when you don't just do them now and then, when you do them maybe once a month. It's worth repeating. Do not make the conversations about you because everybody does that. When you're talking to some, when was the last time you talked to somebody where uh, you could just feel intuitively that they're just waiting for you to shut up so they can flip the conversation and tell you their story? <laughs> Everybody does it's that. It's weird. It makes you feel anxious when they do that. It does, but it also makes you not like them yeah. or not want to be around them. That's when you guys say, I don't know what happened, but I feel like they ghosted me. Or I didn't connect with them. It's because you started talking about yourself and all your blathering stuff that they could care less about. Yes. Well, and related to that, this is a big mistake that I see happening in this market with many of you. Stop, you know, when you get somebody that sounds motivated, they want to hear what their house is worth or something like that. Or they want to give you, they ask you, how's real estate? You guys have got to stop saying things like, well, it's great, except, you know, there's no inventory and you could sell right now, but I don't know what you would buy. Say nothing negative ever. That's the point. Say you, nothing. You don't know if they just closed on new construction and are dying to sell their old house right this second. And they're not going to tell you if you come off super negative. Say nothing negative ever. Say ever. it to yourself a hundred thousand <laughs> times. Don't say anything negative online. Don't say anything negative uh, to other people. And don't say anything negative to yourself. There's nothing benefit that comes from saying negative stuff in this world, especially right now. If you want to really have genocide cloth, you really want to be somebody special in the eyes of other people, you have to be the bringer of light. You have to be the bringer of a positivity. And I don't mean that in a mindset sense. I mean that in the truest, most practical sense. Be happy. Be excited to be around them. Give them a hug if you know, you're know you comfortable with that, or at least a, an, a, 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 a 
fist bump. A good fist bump that doesn't break their fingers. You guys get the point? <laughs> exactly. Be the person that you want them to be for you. Don't you want to be around people like what we're describing? Of course you do. So you be that person, and then they are automatically going to be magically attracted to you. You're going to be the person that walks into the you know environment where there's a lot of people around you. And because you put in the work of making other people feel good over a medium or longer period of time, you will see people essentially seeing you from the other side of the room and making their way over to you just to say hi because you made them feel good. That's, That's the right. point. That is really, at the end of the day, the specialness that some of you guys are so hoping you can discover. It comes from NLP. It comes from this. Ugh. It comes from that. It comes from you not talking about yourself. It comes from you sincerely showing interest in other people. I'm just not like that. I'm an introvert. I'm blah, 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 blah. I'm never going to change. Well, then you're never going to change, and this message isn't for you. That's the bottom line. Okay? That is really, at the end of the day, if you have dug yourself in to the rut where you're just so convinced that you can't actually change to be a great salesperson, you're going to struggle needlessly in this business. But I'm here to tell you, for those of you who are thinking that, because I picked up that vibe from a few of you, is that the introverted folks have a tendency to be the best real estate salespeople once they move past their egos and believing the whole world has to be like them. Once they start realizing that they can, Julie being a great example, once they start realizing that they can, you know, gamify it by maybe, uh, you know, family occupation, recreation, dreams, using the yeah. Ford script. The way you check yourself is watching the use of your personal pronouns. If you use the word I when you're conver conversing with anybody or it, really any conversation that leads it back to you talking about you, you're making a mistake. You need to start tasting bile in the back of your throat when yeah. you start talking about yourself. Julie and I do. I loathe it. I hate it. When, um, when Julie and I go to social things and people ask us about us, I have Julie and I have practiced the answers that result in the shortest uh, bit of talking about it. What do you guys do for a living? You know, Julie and I say we're asset managers. Most of them will never ask a follow-up question, right? Right. Uh, and then, then you ask, you know, about their business or them got, or their kids or what they're doing. You guys can't do that because you're in the real estate business. And you should say with energy and enthusiasm, I'm in the real estate business or I'm helping people buy or sell real estate. You need to say something that's going to initiate another conversation. Go ahead, Julie. And then step number four, the reminder, after virtually every conversation or during every conversation, you ask the script, who do you know who I should be helping in this market buy or sell real estate? Now, we talked about that on a previous step in the context of the script when they said, well, now I'm going to keep my house. You can still use this. But this step number four is train yourself on virtually every conversation. Why? Because everybody knows somebody who is going to buy or sell real estate. Maybe it's not them. Maybe it's, I, I talked to my elite clients about using this when they're doing their transaction coordination calls. They're following up after an inspection, something got done, we're scheduling a closing and their clients are, are loving on them. Gosh, you're doing such a great job for me. That's a great opportunity for you to ask. I appreciate that. Who do you know who I should be helping? And if you, I don't care how successful you are. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how tall, beautiful, and intelligent you are. If you don't ask people for business, they will not send you business. True. You think they're going to send you business just because somehow they think that you, they know you're in real estate. Your mom won't send you business unless you ask for it. You know, well, maybe your mom. No, probably not even, <laughs> your, mom, not even your mom. Right? So you have to be asking all the time. But you don't have to be, you know, gross about it. You don't have to make it sound like you're, you know, throwing up in their laps. You can simply say, sorry for that visualization, by the way, for those of you <laughs> eating lunch. So the, you, you can simply say, by the way, who are the two or three people that you know that I should be helping in this real estate market? Now, we prefer because we want you guys to be powerful listing agents. Who are the two or three people you know who are thinking about selling their homes in this market that mm -hmm. we should be helping? 
But for most people, the easier answer is the easier question to ask is going to be who are the two or three people you know that I should be helping uh, buy or sell real estate in this market? Now, it's the word helping that you need to make sure you're emphasizing and you have to say it with energy and enthusiasm. So I want to play all this out for you guys before Julie gets to step number five. You've now had this exchange where you've been talking to people and asking them questions and making them feel good. You've shown sincere interest in what they have to say. And again, listen to our past podcasts on Ford. And now you're ending the conversation with that simple, you know, very innocuous, very, you know, uh, I think people centric question. Mm -hmm. You tell me why that isn't something that you can say. Not my style. I'm going to send them a bunch of emails. I'm going to just drip on them. I'm going to send them a bunch of videos. Go for it. But for those of you who are serious about being in the business, for those of you who want to be in this business long term, for those of you who want to be true top producers that have, you know, in some cases, in many cases, are making millions of dollars per year, every single top producing agent we've ever coached, you know, look, it's normal and natural for you guys want to start with the path that you perceive to be the least resistance. But here's a little secret for you. The path that is, you know, has the neon light above it that says least resistance is the same path that everyone else is taking. So that very path isn't the least resistance. It's the most resistance because that's the path everyone takes. You need to take the path that says the most resistance because there's nobody on it. Right. That's right. It's There's, actually easier than what you're doing with the path of least resistance. Don't, in your don't head. do the least resistance crap. Everybody's <laughs> it's doing crowded. it, and everyone's it's crowded. You're going to be tripping over people. You're going to be waiting in lines. Go the other path. Go the other path, even if it's not as, there's no neon, the sign's kind of rusty and crusty, doesn't look as good. Go that path, because that's where you're going to get the most success the quickest. You will blaze past all the people that are passively generators. You'll blaze past all the mindset issues that these people just choose never to get past. You are then going to be helping people buy or sell real estate, and you're going to be doing it in such quantity because of this market, because of your mindset, because of your attitude, because of your energy and enthusiasm, frankly, because you've learned what to say and how to say it. You're not trying to wing it while you're on the job. Step number five, Julie Harris. Yes, yeah, step number five is for all of you, but especially my driver and analytical listeners. Take the three by four, three by four challenge. That's three meetups or center of influence events per week for four weeks straight. Now, this is expanding your center of influence on purpose. You can use meetup.com to find what interests or re-engage in the things that you used to do or know you enjoy in order specifically to meet more people. Be yourself first. Be yourself talking about real estate second. Now, I will challenge all of you to hold yourself accountable to not just going there because I know what some of you are going to do. Again, 20 years as a real estate coach, I know what you're going to do. You're going to show up. You're not going to tell them you're in real estate. You're going to show up. You're not going to actually say, oh, by the way, Bob, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling? I should be helping in this market. You're not actually going to be yourself as a real estate practitioner. You're going to show up thinking how somehow through, you know, hypnotics, they're going to realize that you're a real estate agent. You are not going to actually be there for the sake of generating business. So our suggestion is Mm -hmm. when you do all these things, go with the intent of generating a specific number of leads every time you go. Why? Because you're going to be a little bit uncomfortable because you're forcing yourself and holding yourself accountable to getting the desired result. That is called being a professional. That's right. And why do I reach out, especially to my driver and analytical type? It's because you guys complain the most when you see another agent that's been in the same amount of business, same amount of years in business as you. And and you're like, how do they get all that business? They just... You know, they must just be more friendly than me. And yet, are you willing to do the things that get you organic business, right? So three categories to look at for center of influence expansion. 
Category A is things you like to do anyway. I put that first because you're more likely to do it repetitively. You're doing it now. We're just asking <laughs> you to keep doing what you're doing. Maybe yeah. even do more of what you're doing, but always be there with the intent of generating leads. Leads. Talk about real estate. Don't be a secret agent. So things you like to do anyway are hobbies, sports, the arts, maybe orange theory, fitness things, stuff you like to do. Does not have to be related on its face to real estate, but you're going to talk about real estate there. Point number B, business networking for the sake of networking. BNI, that's Business Network International, Chamber of Commerce, Toastmasters, um, Young Entrepreneurs, Investors Clubs, stuff like that. That's business networking for the sake of networking. And then C is charitable events like auctions, food drives, toy drives, fundraisers. This gives you a variety of methods of expansion for meeting different types of people, but always talking about real estate. And I have to say, Tim, and I think you know this is true. I think you would agree with this. Agents that are really good at this do have an easier time in real estate lead generating. 100%. Yeah. I mean, we, we have lots of examples of that. Well, but the problem is you can't have this as your only spoke. Centers of Influence and past clients cannot be your only spoke of business. And again, a lot of agents are essentially, that's the biggest mistake we see agents making, frankly. This is your first spoke, but it cannot be your only spoke. Because uh, centers of influence and past clients, what happens is eventually you're going to saturate that list. Eventually, there's going to be things that, like you could have been working at centers of influence and past client list that's in a particular community or town, and then something adversely affects uh, that particular housing market, yeah. it becomes less desirable. It, there's we've seen all kinds of people that have been too heavily dependent on centers of influence and past clients. It suffer the you know frankly during times like this they suffer the most because they never took the time to create uh, more proactive and more skills based approach to leads generation. And they're the ones that are you know the centers of influence and past client uh, type agents. They're the ones that are the most likely to start trying to generate leads uh, passively through social networking, mm -hmm. marketing, and branding. So what happens is they're as the market starts to change, they're getting fewer referrals and they're then now spending whatever uh, profit they have on things that generate no referrals because here's ultimately the difference okay this is the reason that we want you guys to never just level off at centers of influence and past clients uh, but it should be your first book is because you cannot control the results that's why mm -hmm. because you cannot control whether or not you're going to make a phone call and talk to someone who's actually thinking about selling because you cannot predictably and you can't pr uh, build a predictable duplicatable business on centers of influence of past clients it's too dependent on luck that's the reason we want you well i wouldn't say luck it's too dependent on things you cannot control that's the reason we want you to always have centers of influence and past clients as your primary spoke, but we want you to uh, add to your second, third, and probably fourth spoke things that are proactive lead generation, where it's you talking with an actual seller on the phone. The passive or the uh, the centers of influence and past clients that's going to actually fill in the gaps. It's going to actually make it so that it, you know, you're going to get these leads that are going to come in almost like magic, and you're going to have a, you know somebody send you a great three million dollar listing or you know three hundred thousand dollar whatever it is, and you're going to say, "Wow, that's fantastic." And don't just start being complacent when you start getting leads from centers of influence and past clients and stop do, doing the proactive. And you must move past just being centers of influence and past clients based and you must develop a proactive sources of business. Your goal is to have seven consistent sources of business, but you cannot just jump from one spoke to the other. Otherwise your wheel, your lead generation wheel, remember the analogy Julie and I created you know, decades ago was essentially a bicycle wheel with individual spokes. Your goal is to have a seven-spoke wheel. Each spoke uh, represents a source of business. Why seven? Because if you have one spoke or two spokes or even three spokes that stop working, at least then you're going to have the other spokes that are going to more than sufficiently uh, produce uh, 
leads in business for you. You guys get it? So don't level off with just centers of influence and past nope. clients, but do make it your primary spoke. And you guys want to, obviously the move forward for all of you is going to be to take action now and to join our coaching program. Just text the word PREMIER to 47372 and just go sign yourself up. Remember, message and data rates may apply. And yes, of course, Julie and I are proud uh, to be associated with eXp Realty. If you're looking for a sponsor that's going to be proactive in your success at eXp Realty, Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your eXp Realty sponsor. If you're filling out the application, you get to the sponsor section, you've not yet chosen a sponsor, choose Julie Harris from Georgetown, Texas. If you're just getting started on the process of joining eXp Realty and you're interviewing different sponsors, we are formally applying for the job of being your sponsor. Text me directly, 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. Julie, anything else you'd like to say to these guys is round the bend and I hit the stop on the record? Well, you know, the next time you look at the agent in your office and you say, how did that person get that listing? probably it came from their center of influence. So take this spoke very seriously. As Tim said, this is your foundational spoke. This is the spoke that you work all the time systematically and then build your spokes from here. Most agents get their first deals from their center of influence and past client. And, and it's easy to believe that that's just gonna keep going on its own. It won't keep on going on its own. That's why you have the five steps we gave you today. All right, guys, you have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.